Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dynamo Abroad podcast, uh, where we discuss anything and everything Dynamo related. Now, all all hell hasn't frozen over. It really is me hosting today. Alex, unfortunately, can't make it. He got called into work. Um, Eric is, I don't know, maybe he can't connect to the Wi-Fi at his old people's home. But I do have Komar here with me today. And how how are you, Komar? Yeah, I'm happy that we don't have any Yankees in here today, so we can record earlier. Right, so that, right. We're not doing it time. Yes, exactly. And also, uh, I have fresh news that Waxtap is uh, trailing 2-0 against Feyenoord. So I think oh. I, 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 I am. I have to explain why I was absent uh, of this uh, depressing episode last last week. It was really depressing, to be honest. <laughs> I went to uh, drumroll Wagstaff game in <laughs> in Warsaw, so that's a coming out. But, but I saw I saw the goat Vatakitsky goal uh, scored with his ass, so that was unforgettable. I actually recorded it, so I can show it to my grandkids or something. <laughs> Well, there we go. While Komar was was witnessing the legendary Separ goal, um, we were doing now. It's just turning into Shakhtar abroad, but yeah, hopefully uh, not. Yeah, we, we're going back to the best club in Ukraine. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, to be fair, we're making fun of them for not for being two 0 down. Where are we? <laughs> no, where are yeah. we? We're we chilling in the league, and we we'll are. we'll go back to it later. So. Honestly, honestly, we we have beaten the leader, so that's uh, <laughs> that's something. <laughs> well, we'll 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 certainly get onto that. But before we do, I think it's probably a good idea. So there's been a not a huge amount of news, but there's been some news that um Kabaev, Kabay, uh, God, if only <laughs> that um Diallo, somebody Diallo, who's just won the African, was it the under twenty? Yes, yes. Yeah, the African Under-20 um, Cup of some sort. I forgot the official title, so I do apologise. But he just won that, and apparently Dynamo are looking to sell, uh, to, you know, not not offload, but to try and get, you know, a good deal for him. So what what what, what do you think about this one, Komar? Uh, well, uh, in this news that you sent, was... Uh said that Surkis had an offer on his desk like 8, eight million euros or something but it was in the winter so now uh, that he won the gold uh, the offers would be better and I also think that he was reluctant to sign a new contract I don't know if I'm correct there were some news right, like yeah. this yeah so uh, that would be probably the the best um, solution for both parties. It's actually a shame that uh, Luchescu was benching him all the time and we didn't really see his potential fulfilled. Now he'll play a couple of games just to prove his value and that would be it. He'll be selling in the uh, in the summer, I guess. But it's good that uh, additional money will come exactly come to exactly. the his pocket maybe he'll find another gym or something exactly this this one was actually a bit strange to me because it says about an eight million euro offer but that's just it just seems a bit strange to me because i mean eight million but he he's never started for us he came off off the bench like once or twice 
I mean, fair enough. He did well in the youth leagues and that, but I mean, eight million. I, I don't know. It sounds sounds like a sounds like a strange one to me. And of yeah, course, like, what what was the source you sent? Well, it was, it was it was Dynamo Kiev inside, which who are to be fair, usually they are quite reliable. So they yes, yes, I agree. You know, maybe it's someone in the club, maybe it's someone surrounding it. We no one knows. Um, but you know, we're gonna have to wait and see. And about the thing, you know, about getting a bigger deal for him, you know, in a dream world, in a you know, best case scenario, we'd like that, but you know, this is Dynamo. We'll have to, you know, mm-hmm. it's yet we're yet to see whether he's even gonna play. Because in the first half of the season, he was nowhere to be seen. Um, but that's that's what I wanted to say. That's what we had to say about DLO. Um now. Upcoming um, is the is the international break. Um, of course, Dynamo are not exactly packed with um, with foreign talent. Should we say we're not really um, overly reliant on the ones that we do have? Um, but nevertheless, there have been. I, I want to say how many were there, Komar? Was it two or three? Uh, it was three, and then Popov. Uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. So it was Karavayev, Uyalski, oh. and Sidorchuk, and then Popov joined. Yes, you're right, you're right. So um I mean, of course, we we, we both we, we support Ukraine, and uh, I think we can say that you'll be there. I, I will I will first of all I will be there at the game. Yeah. I'm gonna be in the city. I will be in the city itself, not just nearby. Itself. Uh <laughs> But I will say that these Dynamo players being called up are not really filling me with confidence, to be honest. They, judging judging off their form for Dynamo for their club, Bujalski aside, um, fair enough. You know, I, I would say he deserved a call. I thought it was a bit strange, you know, that he wasn't getting called up. I mean, like he's not, you know, he's, you know, he doesn't, he's not the best against top sides. But was he that bad? But anyway, he's been called up now. Um, and we're yet to see, you know, whether um which one of them w- will play a role. I think to be I think you'll probably agree that Karavayev is probably the one that's gonna uh, is most likely to start out yeah, of those. Three. Yeah. Um Popov will get on to the Dnipro Odin match, but I'll, he's been shaky and that's putting it diplomatically as of late. Um but yeah, and this is that's Ukraine playing England, um England away. On the, I want to say, was it the twenty sixth? It's the twenty sixth. Yes, Yeah. So maybe we'll see some Dynamo players appear there, but although hopefully not. <laughs> the, <laughs> the less of them, the better. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, and in terms of foreign call ups, well, that's um, no comment. Literally no comments because there are none. Um, Why no comment? Well, who who has anyone been called up? I mean, who, who have we got? Oh, hang on. Is there a chance that Paris might get called up for Jamaica if they even play? Yeah, are they playing? Or <laughs> like, actually, to, that's a silly question because I don't even know if they're playing, to be honest. But we're, we're, we're yet to see. We're yet to see. I mean... Yeah, but I think I'm... I'm... I think I, you're right about the foreign yeah. players. Not that I we have a lot of. I don't know. None of them. None of them are gonna get called up. I mean, unless Lonwake uh, is gonna get a surprise call up to the to the the Dutch squad, which I I can't see happening, unfortunately. No, uh, not under Kuman, I think. 
when the next uh, man, the next yes. manager comes in, he'll include Bonvo. <laughs> Is uh, I wanted just to take a trip down the memory memory lane. Remember that we had two silver World Cup medalists in a squad, meaning uh, Pivaric and Vida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yep. very well. We 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 did this. That's uh, a fall. Yeah, honestly, honestly, and even before that, we had a the twenty fourteen World Cup. We had we we did a whole episode on this, but we had a few uh, players at that World Cup as well who actually started for pretty good teams. But anyway, so I think. That with that said, and Omar uh, just said a trip down memory lane. Um, so seven years ago today, uh, today being the sixteenth of March, um, seven years ago, uh, in twenty sixteen, Dinamo played their final ever champion. Well, as of today, <laughs> not final ever. Let's God, what have I just said? Uh, let's hope that it's not the final ever. But to date, it's been our very last. Um, Champions League knockout game in the round of 16, I believe it was, wasn't it? Yes, it was the uh, game at the Etihad Stadium yes. against Manchester City. And I'll, let Komar, I'll let Komar uh, go on a bit about this. Yeah, but I think you'll, you'll be chipping in uh, once in a while because you remember those players very well. Yeah, so, I remember. yeah basically the concept is uh, where are they now? Uh, the starting eleven and the bench from this game. I won't be going in depth uh, about Manchester City because uh, first I don't like them. Second, we are not <laughs> City abroad; we are Dynamo abroad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, so uh, I, I'll be going by positions. But uh, side note: we actually had uh, more uh, um, shots on target in this game than City. Oh, it was yeah, like three to one. No, I remember that one. And I remember, I remember one. we played very well. I, I watched this game in some pub, I think in Krakow, yeah, but uh, we didn't really had any hopes. Uh, it was 3-1. Because it was like, was 3-1, wasn't it? Yes, and they had three away goals, right? So yes, exactly. we had to win 3-0. That was because of the fantastic, <laughs> the fantastic Harmash performance in the first leg where he got subbed off after 20 minutes. <laughs> Yes, yes, I remember that. Uh, yeah, it was great. Um, but uh, in this, you'd think that uh, there was some uh, second choice city squad, but it wasn't. Pro- probably remember uh, Yaya Ture played. Um, oh, yeah. um, Mangala play, played. There was some blow played this. I think Fabian Delft played. I need to... Uh, up the squads from this game. I think no, I think those guys were on the bench. Uh, Mangala, Ma- Mangala came off the bench. Okay, so uh, there was Otamendi, company, Fernandinho, our good friend, uh, Kun Aguero, David Silva, and David Navas. So it was a pretty stacked lineup. So I have to say, go hearts in goal as well. That's going, but what's yes. going way back? Uh, so um, yeah, going back to the lineup. So that would be. I, I tried to keep it brief because we have things to talk about. Uh, so, the goal goalie was obviously Oleksandr Shukovsky. So, where is he now? Uh, he's in politics now, and he's in the Ukrainian national team now, So, which is like a typical... Oh, no, but, he's not, but no, but he's with Dynamo now, isn't he? He's, uh, is he's, 
He's an assistant with Dynamo now. So he came back to Dynamo, but he was uh, a coach like uh, with Petrakov, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And thing with so he came well. back to now. So we have another one of those players that joined the training uh, staff of Luchescu. Uh, we came come back to this later. So the defensive line was Domahoj Vida. Ivan Hacheridi, Vitorino Antunes, and Alexander Dragovic. It's not uh, by position, but you remember well this back four. Oh, yeah. So Vitorino Antunes was the left back. I remember him mostly uh, after this Everton goal. Oh, this who rocket. Does. Who does it was know? great. So this guy is still playing. Uh, he's actually a captain at Pachos de Ferreira. I think it's a top flight. Portuguese, uh... I believe it is, and um, yeah, that's the first. That's the first, and the and the thing is, right? The, the thing is, you might not think it, but he he actually won the league a couple of seasons ago with Sporting. Um, yes, yes, he played for Sporting, and he also played for Getafe in Spain. That's, that's actually when when he left for after Dynamo. Uh, yeah, the centre backs. So let's begin with Yevhen Hacharidi. I believe uh, some. People on this podcast were uh, big fans of this guy. Oh, yeah. I really wasn't because he was too. I mean, he was even worse than the Harmash. If he just uh, um, no, listen, his attitude. No, his attitude was yes. something else. Might listen. as well. Might might as well leave the pitch when you uh, yeah. get him pissed. But I maintain when he was at it, when he was playing well, I think this was one of those games where he did play well. I think he was really one of the one of the better de- defenders Ukraine has had in the in the last few years, if not the best. But yeah, that's that was quite a school, right? That was quite rare when he's fully switched on and not, you know, lashing out at players and referees. But anyway, yeah, the, that's the school of uh, Kvartiani, I think. He's, that's right. He did come. He did join us from Volin. So after Dynamo, he went on a downward spiral. To- uh, he went to Pauk and then he played some games for Dynamo Brest, but he left uh, because he conflicted with the ownership or something. Yeah, I, I think there was something similar. Uh, yeah, and he's, uh, his pair in the central defense it's Alexander Dragovic. Uh, we don't like him here anymore, so let's keep it brief. He's now playing in the Chetnik in the Chetnik club, uh, or they are not Chetniks; they are communists, right? It's Rena Zvezda. I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm right. sorry for everyone who actually knows, <laughs> but yeah, he plays in Serbia. He's actually ethnic Ser- Serb, so um, he also played uh, in Bayer Leverkusen, and he had some abysmal uh, period in Premier League as investor. Oh, of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. I've completely forgot about that loan. But speaking yeah, about him, I mean, it's, disappointing. <laughs> it's honestly been so disappointing with his silence about, you know, the Russian invasion. I mean, you know, he was always, you know, he always said about how, how you know, how he respects Ukraine and Ukrainians. I remember he took pictures at Maidan and how he went there. Um and you know he spent you know he spent a few good years there. He spent a good years some some good years with the Nam. He's a fan favorite, but I mean, you know, he's one of my favorite players back in the day. But you know, really disappointing, really disappointing. So you know, yeah, I agree. I have nothing to add. 
so uh, surprisingly, uh, Vida started at right back uh, in this game. He might he played a lot for us for at right back. I think. Yeah, he was like kind of switching between positions. He was never uh, when Pacheridi and Dragovic were available, so it makes sense. Uh, yes, uh, probably. So he was a part of last uh, year's Croatia World Cup squad. He didn't play any minutes. But now he plays for Ajax Athens. And previously he played for the Eagles, Besiktas. So, yeah, I would personally... Uh, there was a moment he could go back. I mean, uh, like a couple of years ago when he wasn't playing... Besiktas, uh, he would. I mean, if Surkis had a little bit more money, he would have bring him back, and he would. Well, I don't think we should have let him go in the first place. To be quite honest with you, I think that was a really poor, poor decision. But you know, it is what it is. Okay, so we are up with the defensive line. Um, let's speed this up. So the uh, midfield, it was. Uh, Dennis Harmash, of course. He played in a deeper role in this match. So we don't really have to talk about him, I think. Still here. Yeah, and uh, Dima, I'm going to uh, <laughs> <laughs> give I know this to you. Who's next? Yeah, yeah, his partner, the legendary Miguel Veloso. Um, now, the, the interesting thing is I have I have his match-worn shirt from this game, believe it or not. I don't nice. have it right well, now, but I have the very one. Uh, good. Happy with my purchase. My my One of my best belongings, but um, well, definitely my favourite match-worn shirt. But um, I believe he was man of the match this game. Um, or at least the BBC designated him as their man of the match. Um, so yeah, what 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 a guy went to the Etihad three one down, but let's ignore that and boss them, boss the Ayatori and Fernandinho. Um, but yeah, he's still he's still playing. He's still captain of Verona, and they're I think they're yes. like last or something, and that is that's concerning. I can't have my I can't have Veloso getting relegated as captain. That that will not be on. So. You better you lot better, you know, because he's been injured this this season, but the others they they better pack, they better shape up. They better shape. Okay, they've they've gone up to 18. They've got they're not last anymore. They've gone up to 18. Um but you have to see how that goes. But now we move on to the attack and Komar, who played. Uh yes, yeah, so uh, we have four players left, so that would be Vitali Buyaski. We talked about them, so uh, we and we will be talking about him because he was a main character behind the Dynamo win last scored, uh, last weekend. Well, he scored. He scored in the previous leg um, in Kiev. Yeah, he scored against City. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good goal from what I remember. Anyway, yeah, impressive. Uh, he was impressive back then. He then he was like twenty three years old, so he was. Yeah, Young, he had perspective. For a long time, to be honest. Yeah, well, and uh, he's still a um, one club man. So yeah, <laughs> it's uh, interesting if he's he if he is the one club man because he has to be or he wanted to be. Well, no, 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 he's not a one club man though because he's not because he he joined Hoverla on loan 
2013. Hey, let's be honest, it was just Dinamo Mariupol. Okay, yeah, yes. that's fair. It might, <laughs> well been, it might as well have just been Dinamo, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, okay, so uh, to the wings. So we have Oleg Husiev and Andriy Yermolenko. We might as well take them as a double because it was a very good double mm-hmm. back then. Oleg Husiev was aging like a fine wine. Uh, we remember his Everton uh, goals also. Yes. Or was it one goal? I don't remember clearly. And now he's considered by Dynamo Ultras as a traitor because he joined Luchescu as his assistant coach. In Dynamo, of course. Well, you know, that's, that's what I was saying. I mean, these legends, I mean, not, ignore the ignore the Luchescu part, right? Ignore the Luchescu part. The problem is, how many of these legends have gone to the club and just ruined the, their reputation because of how shit we are as a with, as a club structure? You know, they go to their team. You know, you know, we saw Blochin. Well, that's that's it. That's that's another topic. He was so shambolic. That's you know, you that that probably was his fault as well as Surkis's. But anyway, you know, we saw Mikhail Chernko. We've seen all these Dynamo legends. You know, joining the you know the coaching staff and you know it never works out so i'm gonna i was just thinking you know when will dynamo legends like stop stop just joining dynamo for you know just because they're legends when will they think oh well, hang on you know how many times have we seen this happen and it's not worked out you know i'm not gonna join i'm gonna you know take my career somewhere else I'm not saying that they don't deserve to but you know it's just we've seen so many failures i was just thinking you know at what point do they all start you know does that start playing on their mind? But anyway. Well, I think there is a saying like no place like home, right? So of course, of course. But do you know what do you know what I mean? Like how many how many legends have we got in our club structure this far? You know, and you know, some fans blame them because they're not then you know, supposedly they're not great coaches. So, you know, for me it's just tarnishing their reputation, their their reputation as players, to be honest. If I was yeah, I listen, if if I was somehow a Dynamo legend, I would stay away. I would stay away <laughs> how it is. I'm not, but if I was, just, you know. Yeah, I think that the most notable Dynamo legend that didn't do it, like go back yet, is Andriy Shevchenko. But, uh, well, we've been hearing all kinds of rumors, really, of these past yes, years. Yes, exactly. We'll, so, we'll speaking of Dynamo legends, it's Andriy Yarmolenko. He has his fans and his enemies, especially uh, among uh, friends. But he was uh, one of the best Dynamo players in history, arguably. So, yeah, after time. that, he he went uh, to Borussia Dortmund, which I'm kind of sad that he didn't kick kick, uh, kick in, in there because of the injuries. Well, then there was. I've got to say, sorry, I've just, I've just got to say mm-hmm. because you've just reminded me. A few days ago, Girona played um, Atletico Madrid, and they lost one yes. 0 But anyway, the Last thing is, Sahankov, Sahankov had a really good performance. I mean, he was, you know, taking taking men on. He was shooting. He was trying to create. Um, you know, didn't nothing came off it, but you know, he had a good solid game, and he was a bright spark. And that's kind of. You know, for Dynamo, he never managed to, you know, have a big game performance. Because I mean, if he if he played against Atletico for Dynamo, he would have been anonymous, right? Um, but he yeah. goes there, and you know, he was, you know, I saw him dribble past. I think, I think it was Carrasco or someone like that. Listen, when he was playing for Dynamo, he couldn't even dribble past, you know, forty year old UPL level defenders. You know, 
you couldn't even beat them. And now, you know, he's left the Namo uh, and he's playing like this. And that, that, that leaves me, I mean, we'll still, we're still, we'll have to see, you know, if it lasts. But, you know, you've just got to think, you know, if, who else would start playing like that if they left the Namo? You know, just a thought. Yeah, it's, it's no secret that Dynamo was limiting the potential of the yeah, players. Yeah, I mean, links to Yarmolenko because we just, you know, you, at the end of the day, we left him, we let we let him leave so late. What was he, 26, 27? Yes, yes. That was, you know, that's really, really old. I mean, Sahankov isn't even that much younger, to be honest, but I mean... Three years, something like that. Yeah. He's 25, yeah. right? Sorry? He's 25? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sahankov, yeah, he's 25. He's 25 right now. He's not not old, but, you know, not not a young, not a wonder kid anymore. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, the last one, it's uh, actually you were asking about him, I think, yes, was you. Yes. Uh, uh, Lukas Teodorczyk. Um, remember that guy? We we all do. We all do. He he scored against Everton as well, didn't he? Yes. Yes. He yeah. But no, he he was never the starter. But I think he he did like come out. He did pop up with a goal like every so. He every did, so did his long. job. Yeah. Yeah. He was the best ever, soldier. Exactly. And I was really shocked. So, that he really shocked yeah last year last year he retired um, 31 i mean not not that long ago he had that really good season um for underlecht yeah he did he then went to udinese then charleroi and then vicenza i think like some obscure italian side terrible pretty pretty much everywhere there uh yeah and i honestly thought that he would just go back to poland uh and play somewhere there well, well, his his uh, the the one the one game I can remember from from Teodorczyk, right? And this was I, I believe this must have been the last game of the season. I think it might well have been, but um, it was against Metalist, and it was the last real Metalists game in the in the Ukrainian Premier League, where they literally had to play like completely totally random players I've never heard of. Like, like do you remember mm-hmm. when like? Metalis had fallen apart, you know, their foreigners had left and they were literally having to play, you know, complete no names, like just random, um, random youth academy players. Uh, yeah, the last few games. Won, of the season. Exactly, exactly. And we won 4-1 and Teodorczyk scored a hat trick. Um, and they even, they even somehow, well, I know what how they scored because we had Makarenko, Petrovic and Morozuk in defence and Rutko in goal. <laughs> I know how I know how they scored actually. So that's uh, for another uh, what where are they now episodes? I mean no, I, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know where they are now, to be honest. Um yeah, Morazuka tired, I think. So Yeah, well, he's he's like isn't he like the owner of a club or something like that now, or something silly like that? Yeah, he played in some cuts up club in Cyprus. So oh, of that, course, that's of maybe... course. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, we yeah. We don't really so we covered the starting 11, so real quick, uh, the bench. So it's Artur Rutko. He plays for Lech Poznan Reserves. He's loaned from Metalist Arkiv. So I know if we'll, he'll have something to come back to. But he's also a Paphos legend, the Cypriot club legend, it's because he has like the most clean sheets in their history. And now he just, uh, to be honest, he, he fell off, so... 
Yeah. Let's just keep it at that. Then it's the club legends, Danilo Silva, the Brazil-Ukrainian right back. Yeah. Um, that's something for, for Alex. I was researching him and I saw that he played for Metro Stars New York so, before yeah, they so, changed yeah. into uh, New York Red Bulls. Yes, <laughs> I think we bought nice him. I think we bought him from them. Ah, uh, it's possible, or it was some Brazilian club. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. he had a successful career in Dinamo, then he came back to Brazil, and surprisingly, he played in Los Angeles FC. Like us, uh, the last. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, another one on the bench. Yevhen Makarenko plays for Molvidi in Hungary, and uh, not much. He practically vanished from Zbigna roster. Uh, I honestly don't know how to summarize him. He was good in Kortrijk. That's that's one thing I, I remember. He was. I remember he came off the bench against England and in, um, in the Euros, and I thought he played really well, to be honest. So I'm kind of surprised he hasn't hit. Um, he hasn't played well. But the next player is quite interesting. Yeah, that's one of your favorites, Sergei Sidorchuk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We cover him every week, so we just uh, yeah, nothing's changed. We're covering them as well. Uh, who else have we got on here? We have Mikita Kozin. Yeah, I forgot about that guy completely. To be honest, so God knows where he is. Yeah, he's in Shakhtar Solihors. Ah, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, and I wrote down a couple of loan clubs he went to from Dynamo. It was Dynamo Minsk, Al Fateh in Saudi Arabia. And Villa Franquense in Portugal. So he's a real, real I remember the Portuguese one. I didn't even know he 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 played in Arabia. To be honest, I think that might have been that might have been a while ago. But yeah, so basically about him, he had a couple of good games. Uh, wasn't really very uh, important player in Rebrov's tenure. Uh, well, nothing more to say about him. Okay, so last two players. Uh, Delis Gonzalez. Yeah, I think we covered him a while back. Yeah. Fantastic uh, transfer that was. Yeah, but we actually, uh, I was also surprised, we got money for him when yeah. he went back yeah. to Paraguay. Yeah, I know. I, I remember that, so, yeah. We spent good money on him as well, actually, at the end of the day, but didn't really work out. I mean, he was brought in to replace Lens and that did not happen, but... Yeah, he scored at least some goals, which we can say about Kabayev, for example. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, listen, I'd have him back. <laughs> listen, I think he's been doing. He's only well. twenty-eight. Yeah, God, he's only tw- he's only twenty-eight. He seemed, you know, you think about that. That was seven years ago. Oh, but anyway, anyway, there's there's an yeah, interesting. There's a, this this one's an interesting one. Why don't you? Yeah, I don't remember why it happened, but this guy was brought back from brought, not even back because he was never at Dynamo. He played whole, whole his life. He played basically in Belgium in various clubs, not bad mm-hmm. ones. And he went to Dynamo for half a year and then he retired. I know what about that was. Yeah, that was that was bizarre. That was bizarre. Yeah. I believe the story was that he he wanted he was going to move to MLS. Um and that fell through and when when um when that did fall through he just said fuck it I'm retiring um but that was that was a weird one I mean never scored for us he got one assist against Metalist funnily enough in that in that four one 
in that 4-1. I mean, who didn't get an assist that, that game? Um, but he also played for Fiorenti- Fiorentina in, in Italy. Yes, yes. That's, that's exactly. such, a strange, such a strange career. He played for, l- listen to this. So he played for Genk, Anderlecht, Metalist, Lokomotiv Kiev, Fiorentina, Malaga, Den Haag in the Netherlands, and us. That is, that is such a bizarre um, career. And there's some more Belgian. Yeah, it is. But um, it's an interesting career, to, to be honest. We'll get on. So yeah, that was that was seven. That was it. Um, and I mean, hopefully we will get to that stage again where we're you know at least exiting the um, qualifying out of the group stage. I mean, Alex says that we could have actually um, we could have made out from the first place, and that we should have. And I kind of agree. I mean, that was that was a good solid Champions League. Um, that was a good Champions League season. We've not seen it. Since. Okay, but enough about the past, right? Exactly, exactly. So moving on, um, moving on to the current to 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 today. Right, moving on to today. Well, I say today, the game was last weekend. Um Dynamo played SC Dnipro Odin. Um this was this was like an away game technically, wasn't it? Yes, yes, in Ujvarot, right? I think yeah, it was in Ujvarot. And um Dynamo won one nil. I don't think any of us, well, none of us predicted that. Uh, last yeah. time, none of us predicted that. But um, yeah, it happened. Um, Komar, what were your briefly? What were your thoughts in the game? Yeah, the the referee was terrible. Yeah, uh, we can agree with that. Um, the Dynamo defense held surprisingly well. I think it was because. Uh, Luchescu tasked uh, Diachuk to be uh, Dovbeck's band-aid, so he won't uh, go anywhere and uh, won't use his attacking potential. So that was a 300 IQ move. <laughs> uh, Popov wasn't terrible. <laughs> so... Well, well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to be honest, we uh, won because some. Uh, Impro guy just misplaced the pass. Well, like yeah, for play to Bujalski because he uh, he dribbled or tried to dribble on this pitch. It's uh, hard to uh, hard to say, uh, and uh, and scored a really good goal, good finish. You're right. That was that uh, well. Was... And uh, what I was saying about the referee uh, when I saw this challenge, uh, I mean later. Um, I couldn't help thinking about Casemiro. On... <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I remember. Maybe, yeah. yeah, and Casemiro got a red one for that. Uh, it was so it was so necessary. I mean, it wasn't even in and Blanco, it Blanco was, just the yellow. Bad. Yeah, yeah, he didn't even aim at the ball. I don't know uh, what that was. I mean, he deserved the Reds, and who didn't was Bujalski, because I, I have really no idea why he was red carded after the game, because he went back on a pitch celebrating. Maybe he said something, or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'd like to say a bit more on that later, but yeah, um, well, without him for the time being. Uh, well, so he'll be missing the next game. Uh, well, what's more about the... The match. Uh, I I don't know why Kabayev keeps playing whole no, games. No, 
that baffles me. Uh, <laughs> it was actually a pretty boring game. So it I was, was listen, to... it was, it was. Both teams were quite poor, to be quite honest with you. Both teams were quite poor. Um, you know, I'd like to say in the first half, I, I, I'd say we got away with it. I would say we got away with it quite. But first of all, we had that goal given to us on a plate by that guy. That guy, I don't remember his name, but he looks suspiciously yeah, like Jermaine Lenz. I don't know why, but he looked like Jermaine <laughs> Lenz. I, I don't think it was him, but anyway. But we got away with it because there was that moment where Dnipro launched the ball up. Uh, Diachuk was, was, went to clear it. It like, came off his shin. And um, <laughs> basically, it was it was in the it was it was in the box, um, and I, I believe Nasheret saved that one. So you know that was, you know that should have yeah, been. Yeah, he had a couple good good saves. So, uh, yeah, we'll get onto it. We'll get onto it. But um, I mean, there was another one where I think Dovbuk crossed the ball, and the def- central defenders were nowhere to be seen. Right, nowhere to be seen. Pichalonok <laughs> has a clear shot on goal. And he just completely scuffs it, um, and it gets blocked somehow. So, uh, two, I don't know how they didn't score from those two chances, but um, we got away with it. Um, yeah, I feel lucky because Dnipro is uh, looking no nowhere near that Dnipro at the first half of the season. No, I thought it would happen. I don't think that's a title-winning team, to be honest. Um, yeah, me too. I also predict this. So, uh, if you if you remember. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And I think a lot of people saw that coming. But in the second half, I think Dinamo, they really kind of um, defensively really kind of Im- definitely improved. Um, quite solid defensively. Dnipro were creating nothing. They were so wasteful in the final third. Like they were getting to the final third and they just didn't know what to do with it. Um, like you yeah, said. Yeah, I think the issue, yeah, like the issue with, with this Dnipro tactics is that Dovbik involved is involved too much with uh, playing uh, like passing and crossing and so on, and it's and there is no one to no one to finish the chances. Yeah, and it also happened against Larnaca the first game. So honestly, uh, honestly, I think when when he's not playing, I think they fall apart. An unpopular opinion, but with a different manager, I think they'd be they'd be way better than they are. I I'm yeah, sorry. For example, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't take culture seriously as a coach. I, I simply can't. Um, he has the Fizrug vibes. So no, yeah, exactly, exactly, vibes, exactly. Uh, vibes. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't see it with with culture whatsoever. But anyway, we're not Skadni Pro Adin abroad. Um, <laughs> I don't think they have any fans to run that in the first place, let alone one. Yes, English, but. Um, yeah, I mean, there was there was another. I'm trying to think. There was another that we did have a another good moment when Ramirez Ramirez he he made his second debut, so to speak. Um, he came off the bench. He had a one on one. He just completely fluffed it. I thought that was really poor, to be honest. Really poor. Um, did he did he have? Um, I mean, he had a preseason with Slovan, right? He must have done. I, I mean, I'd, yes. be, I'd be surprised if he didn't. I, I heard somewhere that Luchescu just doesn't play players that didn't have a preseason. Yeah, like yeah we've seen because, a lot of that over the years. Yeah, so I just I have no it's clue why why Ramirez is there and why did he come on? I think Supreha would do a better job than even Supreha. Well, now that's what I don't understand. Why was Supreha playing all those games in in the um, 
in the pre in the winter friendlies if if he's just not going to be in the squad. I don't really understand that to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. but another one, um, Benito started. I thought, no, it's just like you said. He's just he's just it's just like a Lukaku, you know. He's you on know, the wing, <laughs> slow, wooden, port. I mean, he worked hard. He worked hard, but. That was about it. On the other wing, Kabayev and, you know, well, once again, the less said about that, the better. Every pass, every cross, every touch, every shot, terrible. Um, Sudorchuk, um, you know, once again, I'm trying to think. I, once again, giving the ball away in really bad positions. You know, once again, it's just, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Not every team's as wasteful as Niprodin. You know, you, you, you give the ball away in, in your own pitch against you know, half decent side, but better than Nipro then and you know, something worse happens. Lonwake was next to him, and I thought he looked a bit lost, to be honest. It looked like he didn't really know what his what he was meant to be doing. Um, it was a really quiet game from him. But what I wanted to say was one of the substitutes uh, was Anton Serenko, and he was a bit quiet against yes. him. Um, but he mm-hmm. had a really good performance. He played on the wing, but you know, you play. I think he played really well. He looked really dangerous, really good on the ball. Um, and for me, he's got to he's got to be starting um, next game, especially now that we'll we'll get onto it now. But you mean uh, the offensive midfielder position? Yeah, I I I would rather play him there. And um, Diallo, if if it's true that we're trying to sign him, then you know, uh, if we're trying to sell him, sorry, well, we're not going to sell him if we don't play mm-hmm. him. So you know, we're going to start playing him. Um, so I would play. Okay. I, I would like to see him start. Um, I got the name of the guy who gifted the goal, Heiner. Heiner, Heiner. Heiner. that was yeah, it. the right back. But you know, for I'll, I'll, I think you know, so that's as much as we can say about um the game. You know, it was it was it's a good result. It's a good result. Uh, make no mistake about it. But you know, both teams were quite poor. Dnipro were really wasteful, and um, you know, there are still a lot of warning signs. Um, that Boyalski red card, I just wanted to say, it was so strange. It was, it was so strange. Like, first of all, right? Why were the players celebrating like they just won the Champions League? I've, I, I, I swear to God, I've seen smaller, I've seen smaller celebrations, you know, from Real Madrid when they beat Liverpool in the final. Like everyone was like running around, jumping. Like, come on, you're still third or fourth in the league. Come on, you, you the mentality of yeah, some yeah. of these players is so poor. I have two remarks about this. Uh, the first one, um, did you see the social media of Dinamo after the game? Yes, I saw that. It was like, oh, we had a special mentality. We had yes, a special yes, approach. Exactly. <laughs> you're fourth in the league. What special approach? What spe- what? Tell me, what special approach? You're not you're not winning anything, you know. Yeah, and the players like, praising no, Luchesco. Listen, it's it's. If we were first, if we were battling for the title, this would be a good win. If we hadn't lost two 0 to Inholets in the previous week, that would have been a good win. But come on, like, what kind of a what kind of a club are we if we're celebrating, you know, a scrappy one 0 win against Nipro Din when 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 we're in fourth? You know, what kind of mentality is that? How are we going to you know progress if we celebrate like that? You know, as such small achievements, um, you know. That uh, reminded me of maybe that was the inspiration that Arteta got the allegations that their his players are celebrating too loud after I know beating Fulham 3-0 and it's disrespectful for the opponents and probably 
uh, Dynamo players just saw Zinchenko doing that, and well, uh, also, can do it too. they're top of the league. I wish, I wish we were. I wish we were top of the league. You know, could uh, Fulham as well. I mean, they're a good side. We we wouldn't beat Fulham three 0 I can tell you that much. Um, but anyway, and this this win. I mean, listen, it's a good win. I'm not. I'm happy. With, I'm happy that we won. The performance is still question marks. There's still big question marks. Yes. I mean, still, you know, some players they still, you know. The, the thing about Djachuk, right? So he won supposedly like almost all of his duels against Dovbuk. And I know that sounds impressive, but, you know, still, you know, poor passing, you know, poor positioning, sloppy on the ball. You know, and now, now that we've won, this is going to be, you know, Surki is going to see that, probably going to give a five-year contract for this game. You know what I mean? Um, but this, this, this win is definitely a case of, you know, papering over the cracks for me. Because now we're just going to see like, oh, look, but we beat Niprodin. Look, we beat them. How you 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 know? How are you not happy now? We beat Nibrodin. Look at that. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like I mean, like we like you said, we saw those celebrations on social media. You know, it's definitely a case of papering over the cracks for me, because all the problems are still there. All the problem players are still there. Um, but you know, on the day, it's a good win. Uh, we'll we'll take the three points. Um, won't get far with them, I don't think. But you know, um. That's about as much as we can say as the number B. Yes, and I wanted to just to add as a um, as a tra- transition probably. So if there is a team that uh, can uh, show the red flags that are in this Dynamo side right now, mm-hmm. it's Zoriel Luhansk, and we are playing them next. So here is a preview, right? <laughs> well, we we are actually behind them. We are actually behind yes. them at the moment, and if. Uh, this this game is I, I'm not sure if it, yeah it's a home game it's a home game it'll be played in Kiev not that there, not that there'll be fans um, not in hands, definitely oh uh, well maybe hopefully soon hopefully soon yes <laughs> um but they've been they've been a team in good form this season I would say um yeah I actually uh, looked at the uh, their previous matches they had a terrible mid season like they won only two games. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, they are unbeaten in six games in the UPL, so uh, not an easy fixture. No, it's not an easy game at all. Um, and the, the the thing is, right? I mean, mathematically, we could we could still win the league, and I think, you know, if we if we get a result here, then you know that the questions are going to start being asked because we go above them. Um, but you know, I, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna win the league. We're not gonna win the league. Let's get, let's get this. Uh, I think it would be pretty. Uh, you know, I don't think these kinds of miracles happen. Um, but it'll be a good, it'll be a good game. So, so Kormar, what, 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 what should we expect from this game? Do you think? Uh, well, um, remember the first game. Uh, oh, I wish I did. One of the first appearance. games in this season. <laughs> But it was entertaining, right? So three uh, two, we we saw five goals. Uh, albeit yeah, the number was terrible, they didn't pick up a single point until then, I think. Uh, That's well, right. But uh, yeah, five goals. I uh, I would like to. It's better to lose three uh, two than to lose one nil. Uh, just you know, that may may sound simple. Well, goofy, best not but... to lose at all, I would say. But yes, um... but I'm I'm getting to it. But um, actually, I think we won't win against this Zoria side. 
but I think we the draw is a realistic result. Well, we'll have to see. I mean, we'll have to see if we kind of what kind of performance we will put up. I mean, Zoria, I think they've got a good manager in Van Loy Van oh, I don't know. Leuven, yeah, Van Leuven. Um, I hope that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll have to see what kind of what how how we turn up. Will it be the dynamo that you know? I won't even say that beat the sky because it wasn't even a good performance. But will it? Well, will will it be the Dynamo that lost two 0 to Inhules that turned up? And hopefully not. <laughs> I think the, the key. That would be a five 0 from Zaria if we play like we did. I, th- I think a better way of saying this is: what kind of lineup will we see? Will Luchescu do his stupid, yes. overly cautious, playing the same players over and over again, or will he play the players that deserve to be playing? And we can um, predict, right? Let's 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 predict. I mean, in goal, Nesheret. That was one I forgot, I forgot to say, but I was really happy with how with with how he played against Nibrodin. I mean, he didn't. It's not like he faced a lot, but he commanded his area well. I would say he came out to you know he was off you know there's authority. You know that's what we that's what was missing before there's authority. And he did make some good saves. He made some good crucial saves, and that's the kind of that's what I want to see. Yeah, that's a good, reliable performance I've been expecting of him. So long may it continue. But yeah, Nesheret in goal. Um, right back. Vivcharenko on the left, I think. He proved himself. Yeah, 100%. I think Vivcharenko played, I think he played quite well against Dnipro, then, to be honest with you. Um, I would I would play him. Uh, Defence. I mean, it's probably just going to be Popov and Diachuk, isn't it? Because, I mean, that's, that's how yeah. it works. They have, they, you know, they keep a clean sheet and they're just going to play. I would like to see Bol, but it's it's not going to happen. Um, right back, I mean, it's, it's got to have it's going to be Karavai, Kar- isn't it? I don't think yes. people played a lot at all. Um, but midfield, well, moving on to the midfield, I I would say what what I would like to see is I would like to see Ramadani, but that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not played at all, and he's <laughs> getting thrown into the into the deep end against Zorea. Um, I mean, if Luchesco, if that does happen, then Luchesco like write, wrote down the wrong name on the team sheet or something. Um, but it's going to probably be Sidorchuk. Um, hopefully, we we see slightly less turnovers in in his own half of the pitch um, this time round. Um, next to him has to um, be Longveig, right? Yeah, I'd 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 like to see I'd like to see Longveig. Well, I'm I'm a bit scared because he he didn't play very that well. Against the Dniprodin, I'll, I'll be honest. And um, knowing Luchescu, you know, it's not one of his favorite players, so he'll drop him for one game and he won't play again this season. No, I'm kidding. That's that's who we'd like to see. So let's say Sudorchuk and Lonwick. Um, attacking midfield, it's going to have to be Tsarenko, isn't it? Um, Bujalski yeah, is no out. One else. Bujalski is out. He's got a red card. I think he's. Is it just one game he's out? I'm not sure. I th- I don't know where to check this. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's let's say let's we'll find out. We'll find out. For this game, we yeah. know that he's definitely not available. That stupid red card where he was celebrating as if he just won the Champions League. Um anyway, less less of that. Um we'd like to see Tsarenko in in the in attacking midfield. I, I thought he looked really good, to be honest. Really good. I was really impressed. Um now, right wing. Um, this is sort of a tricky one. I mean, who would you like to see on the right wing? Well, I I would start Voshin, but uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not really sure. 
Yeah, that, that's fair. I, I would say either I would be happy with either Perez or Voloshin. Now, the, the only reason I say with Perez is I don't think he's a fantastic player, but we've just not seen it. Like Benito played, he was crap. Voloshin played, he wasn't that good. And uh, Paris doesn't want to play. Paris, well, Paris, he's never he hasn't played. You know, he's barely played. So why not give him a chance? So I'd say yeah, start start Paris. Why why not? Because to be honest with me, I kind of prefer Voloshin on the left. Um, and on the left, Diallo, do you have any objections? I mean... The only one is if he'll be fit when he's uh, straight off the plane in... Yeah, that's the only concern. If not, then I'd like to see Voloshin because Kabayev... <sighs> Tired yeah. of it. Tired of it. <laughs> but we all know um, uh, he's gonna start. So. Well, the thing is with Kabayev, right? We bought him for one. I think it was nearly one and a half, if not one and a half million. Could that money have not not gone mm -hmm. somewhere else where it would be more useful? Um, but the thing of is, they got Zoria have actually got um, Buletza, and he's he's been not fantastic this season, but he's still at least at least he's got more than zero goals and assists, and that's the main thing. Um, you know, was it really necessary to, you know, spend one and a half million while we've got um, Boletza, who's literally on the same team? Uh, but anyway, um, and the striker, we're moving on to striker. I think, you know, it's got to keep Vanat. Yeah, sure. I would say he notes nothing else to play for. He has to play. I think you know. I think I think it's you know it's all very well with Vanat saying, "Oh, he's young, he's talented, he looks good, all that." But I think you know, at the end of the day, he's a striker, so we need to start seeing goals from him because it's all very well, you know, him like having good moments in the game, but you know, it's about being consistent and scoring. So you know, hopefully, he gets a goal. Um. So to to summarize, I think Nesheretin goal, backline of Kara going from right to left of Karavaev, Popov, Diachuk, Vivcharenko, right? Midfield, mm -hmm. we've got Lonvek and Sidorchuk with um Sarenko playing as attacking midfield. I don't want to see him in the Buyalski role, by the way. I want to see him playing as a pure playmaker. I don't want to see him, you know, playing as a shadow striker, because I think that would be a waste of his talents. So more um, Shaparenko role or uh... well slightly higher I would say slightly higher you know it sounds ridiculous to even say it uh, but you know kind of like Mesa Özil you know as I know I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to compare the two right before anyone I'm not trying to compare the two but you know that that kind of role um, you know what I mean yeah um, and on the wings we'd we'd like to see. Um, Diallo and Perez and maybe Voloshin if one of those two aren't available and centre forward um, Vanat um, so I think that's about it I think we have covered everything um, so Dinamo will be playing yeah, and your prediction also oh for prediction of course how, how did I forget this because uh, um, we didn't prediction, hear it. I don't know it's tricky because like I said it depends on what kind of Dinamo team is selected it depends on what kind of mentality we have approaching this game i wouldn't be that surprised to see you know us you know kind of you know our spirits are up a bit um you know after the Dnipro Din game but you know Boyalski, you know he's missing so it might be a tough game 
Um, but like you said, I'm kind of leaning to more towards a draw, to be honest. I don't know what kind of score. Not um, no. I think. Yeah. More no, like 1-1. One, one. Uh, yeah, I think that sounds more likely. Um, but, I mean... You know, we, like we've seen, it's impossible to predict the number. They come out, they come out one week with in Hulets nil, two nil, and the other they beat uh, Dnipro Dnipro Din, right? So I think it's it's kind of a waste of time even trying to predict, as we've seen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's that's that's, that's covered. So um, once again, Dinamo are playing Zura on Sunday the eighteenth. It's um, I believe it's or Saturday. Uh Saturday, Saturday. God, what am I talking about? Sunday. Yeah, it's I thought it was I thought it was a Friday today for some reason, and it's not at all. Um, yeah, so it's Saturday the 18th. I believe they're playing at 10 a.m. Ukrainian time. Is that so? Oh, I need to check this. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. No, not 10. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's too uh, it's not your time. Like UK, UK time. Yeah. So playing at 2 p.m. Ukrainian time. I'm not going to bother with Eric's and Alex's time zone because nobody cares. Um, <laughs> uh, what time is yeah. it? For? Is Ukraine the same time zone as Poland? Uh, no, it's our... Uh, our, yes, it's one hour. So yes, it's yeah. 2 p.m. in Ukraine. Yeah, 2 p.m. in Ukraine. So that's... Um, and in, in England, it's a... 12 o'clock kickoff so not not a, not a stupid time really um but yeah we'll have to see wait and see what kind of happens will it be another case of Kabaev and Shepilev and whoever else or will it be you know the players who deserve to play um but that being said we've come to the end of our episode I hope you've uh you've enjoyed this episode with a uh, slightly different host <laughs> European host Yes, yes. Um, didn't start talking about Argentina, um, or anything else random. Um, no conspiracy theories here. But we'll we'll be back next week. So, Komar, how how would we contact you? So it's uh, on Twitter. It's at dartsandwich ninety six. Okay, okay, great, great username. Uh, you can find me at nineteen twenty seven Dima. Uh, Alex and Eric don't deserve a shout out because they weren't here. Um, I think the the podcast Twitter is Dinamo Abroad, so uh, leave us a message. Our DMs are open in case of anything. Um, and drop us an email if you want for some reason at dinamoabroadpodcast at gmail.com. So um, Let's hope we see you next week and uh, we have another three points. But that will be it for this time. Dinamo, Dinamo.